0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023, and this is day 1806 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get Start it, Father, we thank you and praise you and honor you above all others. Thank you, Lord, for providing even when it seems hopeless. Thank you for giving us strength to endure even during the rough times. Thank you, Lord, for loving us unconditionally and helping us to do the same with others. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. And Father, I ask that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Now, I got to say this. Today's my granddaughter's, my oldest granddaughter's birthday. She is 13 today. And this is also my brother's birthday who has gone on to be with the Lord. So it's a big day and I've got a little great nephew and it's his birthday too. So happy birthday to all of you, March 1st babies. (laughs) All right, let's get into the word. Today's message is, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, knowing that you know what? God's got you. We're going to be coming out of 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. 1 Peter 5, 1 through 11. And it says, To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Now, this is Peter, all right, speaking. He says, Be shepherds of God's flock. That is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, which is Jesus, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. And I love this. Every time I see this about God's mighty hand. There's something so powerful about God's mighty hand. Verse seven, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So don't be worried. Don't get weary in well-doing for in due season, we will reap if we don't faint. Verse eight, be alert and sober minded and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. So we, he lets us know how we need to be alert. We don't we don't need to be distracted by things, uh, so that we are aware of of our enemy, and that's Satan, and how he roams around, looking for someone to devour, just looking for those who are weak, who are who are weary, who are stressed, uh, and he attacks those that are not alert, who are alone. Um, and, And he attacks us, you know, when we are at our most vulnerable state most times. So being aware of that. Verse nine says, resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be power forever and ever. Amen. What an encouraging message. We all need that from time to time. I need it all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Point number one. I remember as a child after my parents' divorce, how hard it was for five kids and my mother raising us on her own without any financial support from my father at that time or at all. It was rough. There were times that the refrigerator was empty. Housing was iffy, (laughs) but we always made it through. My mom had a ring that, that she would pawn at least every other week or once a month just to get a little extra money to help us make it until payday. Although we were not saved, uh, the Lord helped us throughout the journey. And we couldn't even get assistance. We couldn't get Medicaid or food stamps or any of those things because they said she made too much money as a nurse. But it wasn't a lot of money <laughs> to raise five children at all. It, and, and it was, it was something. But, but throughout that journey, God helped us. Once we all got saved... It was an amazing awakening. I realized that the Lord was with us all along. As a new believer, I sat at the feet of the elders in the church. Well, not literally, but you know what I mean. (laughs) I learned so much from them. Over the 27 years, I attended my first church. So I wasn't, again, raised, you know, as a child in church. I came to know Jesus around 22 years old. As I progressed in the Lord, I too began to lead others. It takes humility to listen to the elders and to listen as as an elder to young people. It's like iron sharpening iron. You know, and that's what the Bible says as iron sharpens iron. So does a man sharpen another. So we need one another and we can learn so much from each other. This is how we grow the kingdom of God, knowing that nothing on this earth stays the same. Everything must change. Even us. I mean, I think about even my many of our my teachers uh were such a great help in so many ways, you know, encouraging words. Uh, oh, I always remember my I think it was my sixth grade teacher, Miss Whitfield. She came in the classroom and I'd never seen anyone like her. She had her afro, she had on her dashiki. <laughs> she taught us so much Uh, about African uh, history, black history that, you know, I had not ever heard before. And and I mean, she opened my eyes to so much. And I'll always remember Miss Whitfield, my neighbors, they were a great help too. If anything happened while my mother was working, because we were there alone most of the time and I was the babysitter, and and usually my two brothers were getting into trouble doing stuff. They would always let my mother know. They would get on us too. <laughs> that was true love. They would let us know. You know what I mean? Relatives helping us. I remember my grandparents, sometimes we'd come over and bring pots of food over and, you know, and saying, hey, here's something for you, my aunt, you know, it. And and that's what it was about. It was about helping one another and still is, you know, listening and encouraging and edifying one another. Point number two, Peter gives us several characteristics of good leadership. First, they realize they are caring for God's flock, not their own. Second, they lead out of eagerness to serve, not out of obligation. Listen, my nephew, I talked to him last night (laughs) and he's in prison, but prison doesn't have him, right? He is on fire for the Lord and he called with this great fervor and eagerness in his voice as he shared with me a new revelation that God had given him about God's will and it was so beautiful it just blessed my heart and it was a good way a good a good note for me to go to bed on I was it was late for me it was late like 9:30 or so and uh, and it just blessed me so much, and I dreamt I dreamt about that what he shared with me. But I'll, all I can remember is just his excitement and eagerness, and you know, in the Lord, just and and here he is in prison. It's like, wow, look at you! I I'm just so proud of of him and how he has you know made it his point to do the will of God even while being in prison and preaching and teaching and learning all about Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. Third, they are concerned for what they can give, not for what they can get. <laughs> you know, and that's that's one of those things. We need to be aware that it's not about us in that way. God's going to provide for us, but what can I give? How can I pour out from my heart to give? Fourth, they lead by example, not force. You know, a good leader leads, you know, by their character. People see their character on the outside. Uh, They don't, they don't have to be pushy or forceful on anyone. (laughs) Uh, Many of us may not be leading a church organization, but, but you are leading your family, work colleagues, friends, volunteering to help youth or Or uh, seniors we all have a part to play stay encouraged as God uses you to bless others along the journey even when it's tough because this too shall pass you know (laughs) yesterday I I was uh, working with a group of our youth uh, at uh, Ruskin high school and I go two times a week And, uh, we have 20 sessions with them. So we're about mm, this Thursday, it'll be session 14. And we'll, so by the end of this month we'll be done. But when I go in, I just never know what to expect anymore because we started off with a group of young ladies and, uh, and, and it was maybe about five of them. And, all of those young ladies have moved on they've gotten jobs and things like that they come in and out sometimes but now it's mainly young men (laughs) and uh, a couple of young ladies that come in and you know we had the best discussion yesterday and uh, just talking about problem solving and being there to help others and what does that look like and I gave them some scenarios and I learned so much from them. Uh just some you know, a lot of times the these are kids that get put out of class. They're the ones like one of the young ladies, she said that, you know, she's got one more thing. If she messes up one more time, she's gonna have to be put out and put in alternative school and and, and they're known for, you know, sometimes having to go to in school suspension and things like that. But I would never know it. They when they come in the classroom with me after school, they are extremely respectful. They are whatever I ask them to do, they do it. And and so they me as their elder, they're learning from me as well. We're learning from each other. And I'm ready to receive what they have. And and I give them the utmost respect. And they return in return. Give it to me. They open up and they share about things that they probably don't tell others. But we we have real good open conversation. You know, uh, one of the young men said yesterday, because uh, we go around and do a little check in to see how each person's feeling, and and then we also talk about uh, something that went well for you today and something that may not have gone so well, or in throughout the week. And the one young man said, well, one good thing was I talked to my father for the first time and I don't know how long. And I said, oh, great. And he said, yep. He only said a couple of words to me. Where's your brother? And I thought, oh, honey. He said, and he just laughed. He just laughed it off. He just said, it's all good. It's all good. But you just never know what people are dealing with. And I know that God's Going to bring them through it as well. They're in my prayers. I pray that you continue to keep us in your prayers, the youth that we serve. It is such a wonderful privilege just to be in on those kind of conversations and, and helping them. We talked about de escalation. <laughs> One of the young ladies, a scenario I gave, you know, about when someone is upset with you because we were, I'm getting them ready for jobs, you know, and, and how to, how to deal with the workforce. And so we were talking about, you know, um, she's going to be working at World's Fun. And I said, what if someone comes and they jump on a ride and they're too small to be on that ride? How will you handle it? She said, well, I'm not good at stuff like that. And I'll just leave it alone. I won't say anything. I said, but, for your job, you need to say something because now you're in this position where that's your responsibility. And so I was teaching them how to say it in a kind way, but yet making sure they get their point across. And so we practiced that and she said, okay, <laughs> she got it, you know, but it's, and she said, well, I got anger issues. And so we start talking about that and how to self-de-escalate, how to calm yourself down. So we talked about how uh, when someone else is yelling at the top of their lungs and you're in an argument, the best thing you can do, the very best thing you can do is either be quiet or start to talk softer. You talk softer. And, and I said, what do you think is going to happen when you do that? And they all said, they're going to start talking softer. I said, absolutely so begin doing that. Practice that. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that again. It was just, they were so receptive. And listen, it's the word of God. Uh, a soft answer turns away wrath. You, it's just all the things that God is blessing us to share with these youth is the word of God. When I go in, it's Christ in control, <laughs> not me. And I don't even have to say his name. They see it. They know it. And I get to see the fruit and the the things that they're dealing with. It is astronomical sometimes. It's more than many of us that are older have gone through in our lifetime. So continue to keep them in your prayers. It was a wonderful time and uh, growth is taking place. But we must be patient and understand that this too shall pass now if you don't know jesus that would be the very first step romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved that is it right there to spend eternity with jesus christ oh glory to god i love you all so very much may the lord bless and protect you may his face radiate with joy because of you may he be gracious unto you show you his favor and give you his peace in Jesus name amen and remember we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and don't forget to check us out on our website jackiebikesministries.org j-a-c-k-i-e be like boy u-y-c-k-s ministries.org org check out the messages and please share them with others and don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community teaching our youth these life skills workforce skills entrepreneurship development and peer mediation skills and human and sex trafficking awareness we are so grateful to you when you go to that website push the donate button ask god to show you what you should give it's going for an awesome cause And we are very grateful to you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.